Pinball Nerds to episode 423 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name is Orbital Albert, and on today's episode, we're going to be doing a 10 round cage match. That's right, Guns and Roses versus Avengers Infinity Quest. Look, I'm putting JJP up against Stern, I'm putting Keith Elwin up against Eric Minier. That's right, we're going to do superheroes versus. Uh, superstars. That's right. All right. So what I did is I broke down what I think is the 10 most important things in a pinball machine. We've got art, flow, toys, light show, cost, rules, slash code, uh, playing in competitions, theme integration, music slash callouts, and animations or LCD screen. So those are our 10 rounds. At the very end of this, I'm also going to give you my Twippy prediction, which is different then who I think necessarily will win Orbital Alberts cage match extraordinaire. Happy Saturday, everybody. Happy weekend. Congratulations. Pat yourself on the back. Reward yourself with a nice coffee or a tea and maybe a bagel. Or if you're down there in the States, maybe a donut. I don't think bagels are... Wait, bagels are big in New York, right? Um, But treat yourself. Treat yourself. Give yourself something nice. Um, not very many people listened to the last episode I did talking about the my newest uh, pinball machine I have per- purchased, my first ever new inbox. I'm not going to be giving it away, but any of you uh, out there who haven't heard it, go ahead and listen to that episode. I'm very excited about it. It wasn't clickbait. Some of you probably thought it was clickbait. It wasn't clickbait. I did buy my first ever new inbox pinball machine. So go have a listen to that one. Uh, but today we're going to jump right into it. This is something with a little more broad appeal. So I get over 100 people listening. Um, we're going to do 10 rounds. So let's just jump into it. All right. So ding, 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 ding. Round one. Art. Okay. I actually do think that Jersey Jack nailed the artwork on Guns N' Roses for what it should be. There was some nice hand-drawn stuff, but it was very, very, very true to form for what Guns N' Roses looks like. So I think they nailed it. But nailing it Guns N' Roses style is not as good as nailing it Zombietti style. So I'm going to have to give round one to Zombietti and Stern's Avengers Infinity Quest. Number two, round two, here we go, is flow. Now, as fun as Guns N' Roses looks, it's not going to be, it's not going to have more flow, flow than Niagara Falls. It's just not. So we know right now that every uh, Keith Elowen machine shoots incredible. And another thing that we also know is from watching Avengers that it has flow for days. Owen, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good, you? Just say hi to everyone on the podcast. You don't have to tiptoe around. Hi, podcast. Pimmel nerds. 
Well, they're they're called the listeners. What listeners? Tell everybody what you're stealing from right beside me. The maple syrup. That we all harvested ourselves, and how much is left in there? Um, I think we have like 100 milliliters left. That's it from the whole year, and then we're done, and then we're gonna have to buy some horrible store bought maple syrup till we can do our own maple syrup again this year, right? Yeah, we're gonna get some Aunt Jemima. Hey, don't tell everyone what the name of the title was, but tell every all the listeners how excited you are for our new pinball machine we bought yesterday. Uh, I'm really excited for our new pinball machine. The only part that sucks is it's not coming until possibly February. Yes. But I'm hoping they were wrong and it's going to come end of January. Mm-hmm. And we're excited to play it. It's going to be fun. Yep. Okay, well, go eat your egos before they get cold. Uh, all right, so I'm going to say that I'm going to give the flow. This is, Let's be honest. The flow is going to go to Keith Ellowen's Avengers. All right, so that is two. Count it two so far for Avengers. All right, toys. Now, I'm trying to think of Avengers toys. I, you, I don't think you count the 180 ramp as a toy. It's a cool ramp, but it's not a toy. The banana ramp, it's not a toy. The Avengers Affinity Quest Gauntlet Glove, I guess that's sort of a toy. A lot of people don't love it. I I think it's kind of cool. It, it's, yeah, probably not the best ever done sculpt by Stern, but uh, it's cool. I like. I mean, it's functional as well, right? It has the lights that, that tell you which gems you have or don't have. So I'm just trying to think toy-wise. The main toy is the, uh, the spinning disc that comes up in Avengers. And that's really cool. The thing, the toy that I like even better than that, and again, I don't know if you count this as a toy. It's definitely kind of gimmicky, but it's the underground subway. And you guys know how much I love that. That being said, toys has to go to GNR. So it's 2-1 right now. Avengers ahead slightly. Toys has to go to GNR because it's got the really cool spinning disc that spins even a little bit better than the Avengers disc. It's got the drumsticks. It's it's got the guitar head. It's got the wire forms that are uh, part of the uh, you know the, the bass strings coming down. So Guns and Roses wins. Let's be honest. Jersey Jack is known for filling up their machines, and they did not disappoint with GNR. So congrats, Eric, JJP. You take that one down. Uh, Light show. Not even going to joke around here. I have heard a couple people say that the light show in person on Avengers is better than they thought. I just watched another video of my buddy Greg Levy there outside of Halifax. Of He has not only one but two, and he originally was selling the other one. Now I'm not sure if he's selling the other one because he's got it unboxed and he's got it beside it. Greg, I'm not going to lie. I've never seen anyone have two of the identical same machine, same trim level, set up beside each other in an arcade. But I can't wait to come play Avengers there because no matter who's playing Avengers, there'll always be an empty one beside it. So that's awesome. I love it. Uh, it's it's. I mean, I you know, I'm a little jealous, Greg. I'm not going to lie. I can't even afford to have one Avengers beside itself. But uh, he's got two two of the five hundred are there. That's right. One two hundred fiftieth of all the machines on the planet are at Greg's garage. So I will hopefully get to go head down there soon. And uh, as long as numbers stay low. And another week from now, I'll get to go play my first uh, post-COVID pinball tournament. 
So now, and when I say post COVID, I mean, since, you know, dealing with the lockdowns and all that kind of stuff, because I know in the United States and even most of Canada, it's worse than it's ever been. So please, everybody stay safe, get out there and support your local pinball places safely when you can, if they're being safe. And uh, one thing someone never talks about something that could help these pinball places would be the idea that everybody who is actually comfortable going there and is currently going there tries to spend a little bit more money there. Maybe instead of eating out fast food once or twice a week, you try to get the food there a little bit more often. Maybe instead of buying, you know, more alcohol uh, to enjoy at home or at a different location, you go to that location if they do serve. And when you are there, make sure you're giving good tips and make sure that you're helping out. And, uh, and part of those tips can be how to keep it more safe. If you think you know, maybe they're they're doing something that's not that safe for their patrons. Don't be afraid to speak up and say, hey, I think more people would feel comfortable coming if, etc. So, all right. So, the score is 2-2 with Toys and Light Show going to Avengers. Elowen, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know you wanted a better light show on there. I know. But it wasn't better. I'm sorry. All right, number five is cost. And here's where I got to, you know, I got to give it to Stern, but just barely and only partially because some of their more, well, JJP brought down the cost again. So this one could go either way, but I'm going to give it to Stern just barely because the premium costs less than the LE, I believe, by a little bit. So cost, I got to give it to Stern, but it could have gone either way. And I'm glad JJP brought it down. That being said, let's be honest. I could probably get away with an Avengers Pro, but I don't think I could get away with a GNR uh, bottom level. There's just too much. It looks too empty. Avengers Pro doesn't look empty. In fact, for a Pro, it looks like it's got quite a bit of stuff. But all right. Number six is rules and code. And just as quickly as we can admit that the light show is won by Guns N' Roses, we all have to admit that with not only Keith Elwin, but also Raymond Davidson on code, uh, yeah. It, it, it's, it's interesting because Jack Danger is probably one of the best modern Stern players uh, you know, that's live streaming currently. And when I watch him play even Avengers on Twitch, still even after several live streams, he still is not exactly sure how the game works. And and I don't know either. I've watched dozens of hours of live streaming on that. And that's one of the things that, that makes me excited to play it because it feels like no matter how long you have it, there will still be new things to do that you haven't done, especially because of that bingo board on the left there with the drop-down targets. That really just gives the rules uh, to Stern. So right now it's 4-2, but not to worry, not to worry. I still think uh, Guns N' Roses could come back here to win. All right, number seven is playing in competitions. So it sounds like GNR is going to be a very, very long player, uh, similar to The Hobbit. Sounds like there is tons and tons and tons of multi-balls. And in fact, four of the multi-balls just seemingly randomly start uh, unbeknownst to the player of why they're starting. Um, I'm of course, if you have owned the game, you've played it tons, you probably will figure that out. But, uh, I know Jesse J was just saying that on, uh, of course, Jesse J's pinball adventures with Ryan C on TPN. And she was saying, Oh, another multi-ball, another multi-ball. So it, it sounds like it's going to have some really long play times. And so I think for that reason, 
that would easily have to go to Avengers. Avengers looks pretty brutal. Avengers looks like, uh, like, I mean, I was watching Raymond Davidson play the other day uh, when he got his billion score, which was incredible. If you haven't gone and watched that, what's wrong with you? Um, but he, you know, he even quite often, he'd be playing perfectly, nailing every shot. And just out of nowhere, boom, left out lane. And you're like, how did the ball, I didn't even see the ball go there. You know, it's faster than a, you know. So that that game is going to be very good for competitions. It uh, doesn't matter how good you, there's, seems like there's no way on earth there would be an exploit in that game. Certainly haven't seen anyone figure out any or, or write about it. So let's see here. One, two, three, four, five. It's five, two. That would mean Guns N' Roses has to win every single other category here to even come close so let's see what is the next one number eight is theme integration all right let's be honest we all know that between the little mini stage the hexagonal lights uh those hot rails going up and down the music the call outs from the actual band members we know theme integration is going to go to gnr right away oh look at this grudge match it just got serious gnr just gave a a black eye to Avengers. Um, all right, number nine is music and callouts. Now, this one actually, because I looked over this ahead of time, but I didn't really come up for, you know, I, I glanced over it. And when I'm looking at this, I see the music and callouts. I like all of the music on Avengers. I think the background music is good. I could see playing that for hours and it would never annoy you. It's not. It is, I guess it is slightly repetitive, but I personally don't love Guns N' Roses, but I like how many good call-outs there are from all the, the band members, and that really feels personal. And, of course, they've got studio-quality music running in the background of GNR. So I have to give this to Guns N' Roses. I have to. I have to. All right, number 10 is animations and LCD. So this, this is tricky. And that's why I didn't say just animations because there's not that many animations in GNR because it's mostly actual footage of Guns N' Roses in concert. Surprise, surprise. But the way that they've integrated the concerts into the playing of the songs is revolutionary. It is different. It is unique. It's different from all the other music pins. I can tell you when you're playing Aerosmith, you don't feel like you're at a concert at all. You know, you see the guys standing in front of a van. I don't know. Like it's uh, hands down, hands down. When you're watching GNR and you see that LCD screen, everything is happening on screen that you think should be happening. I will say this a couple times in different interviews. I heard people from Jersey Jack or people who had played, GNR say that you wouldn't notice that the songs aren't exactly syncing up with the singing in the concerts. Me personally, I notice that. I do notice that. I did notice it. It doesn't bug me that much. I'm not going to be looking up while playing and it's close enough. It's not the end of the world, but I definitely noticed it. However, although I do like the animations, from Avengers, and I think they're pretty good, and I think they're fitting, and I think they make sense. And I think obviously more time and energy was spent on actually doing the animations. 
because the category is animation slash LCD and whatever's happening on the screen, I have to give it to GNR. And that means we have no winner in the cage match. That means that we're going to need to go down to, after 10 rounds, this grudge match is going to go down to just one winner. And that one winner is going to be whom I think is going to win the Twippy. And my guess is that Avengers will win the Twippy for the best game of the year because there's only one reason. If Avengers had came out at the start of the year, like say in January, and Guns N' Roses had came out in January, I actually think Guns N' Roses might have a chance to win it. But because it came out a couple months ahead of time, and because there's so many more Avengers on locations than there is GNRs already, and because so many more people have had the opportunity to play Avengers than Guns N' Roses, and that will be the case, as is, you know, whenever Twippy voting starts, I'm not sure if that's late November, early December, whenever it is that that starts, so many more people will have played Avengers that I believe just for that one reason. Although, I, as you can see here, they're both incredible games for completely different reasons. Uh, if you're an Avengers fan, you want to get an Avengers. If you're a Guns N' Roses fan, you're going to want a Guns N' Roses. Now, if you're someone who values flow, artwork, as well as rules and code, more than you value theme integration, uh, music and call-out, light show, and what's happening on the LCD, then obviously you're going to go for an Avengers. And if it's the latter, you're going to go for a GNR. There is no definitive winner, and we'll never actually know who wins, other than, I suppose, if JJP and Sturm were to release their numbers, the chance of that happening is pretty low. Of course, we will know if the 5,000 LEs sell out. I think that other than 2020 being known as you know the COVID year and the year that there was no Penberg and there was no TPF and there was no Expo, other than that, this year will go down as the year that I think forever going on into history, there will be no clear winner. The Guns N' Roses versus Avengers debate will burn on long after there's a vaccine for COVID. Long after Keith Elwin and Eric Menier stop making pinball machines, there will still be a raging debate of which one is better. So let's end the debate now by saying they're both incredible pinball machines. They're both incredible pinball machines. If you're someone who owns GNR, you're probably going to get them to try to vote for GNR for the Twippy. If you're someone who owns Avengers, you're probably going to get them to vote for it. Now, he, the devil's in the details. Any other freaking year, if these two incredible, revolutionary, innovative machines didn't come out, I'm telling you right now that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles would have taken it. Teenage, you know, Hot Wheels is cool. I don't love some of the sounds in it, I, but I do love the game. I think the game's great. I think it's great for operators. I don't love that particular theme personally, but, you know, eight-year-old eight -year ORB would have. So I think that American Pinball's on the right track. They made a good game. It seems like the coding is good. It seems like people are having fun doing speed races on it. Uh, you know, it shoots well, maybe it doesn't have as many, you know, toys and, you know, maybe the 180 ramp from Avengers. A lot of people thought it could have been on there, but I'm going off topic now and I wanted to try to stay on topic today. So anyways, my prediction is for Avengers to win. Would I be shocked if GNR won it? No, but I expect 
that Avengers will take that down. That being said, theme integration light show definitely going to GNR. And, uh, you know, I think Turtles might win for art. Now, there is a reason why I haven't done the Zombie Yeti art packages yet. Those will be coming soon. I had to do the GNR versus Avengers now because in a week from now, I will have played Avengers and maybe possibly sooner. So if I've already played it, I don't think it would be fair to do this comparison, just having watching, having watched live streams of both. Of course, this comparison would be much more fair had I got to play both, and hopefully that will be the truth next time. Anyways, pinball nerds, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I tried not to go off topic too often and tried to keep it well under 30 minutes for you. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And uh, I'm going to leave you with a little bit of Fight for Your Right to Party by the good old Beastie Boys. Because, man, I knew this was going to be a good fight, but I, not even I knew how close this was going to be. And like I have said already before, the Eric Menier uh, versus Keith Elwin saga shall continue. It's going to be the most friendly, fun drama in pinball that you've ever seen. It's it's when you have like two insanely great boxers that are going against each other for years on end, uh, like when you had what Tol Tyson and Holyfield and they had to fight over and over again and you keep getting more and more people coming back and everyone, you know, you know, it's going to be a good fight. You know, every machine Elwin's going to make is going to be better. But every time Elwin makes a better machine, Keith Elwin makes a better machine and then Keith Elwin makes a better machine. And then, you know, Eric wants to come back and make a better one. And it, it's that's what's going to happen. They're both going to push each other uh, the same way that Steve Ritchie and Pat Lawler did. And there's going to be this, this new future where, you know, you're going to have some Eric Menier fans that are going to own every one of his machines. You're going to have other uh, fans of uh, Keith Elwin that are going to want to have, you know, Maiden and Jurassic Park and Avengers and whatever he's working on next. That being said, I don't think either of these gentlemen have done their best work yet. Uh, I don't think it's like a band where usually your sophomore effort, your second one is your best. I think it takes a little bit longer than that. I think for me, I'm going to go back and look at Pat Lawler and Steve Ritchie, but I'm guessing between games, probably between games four and games 10 is maybe where you're going to see them do their absolute best work and everything's just going to work together. That being said, I'm happy with everything they've done so far, and I'm glad that Eric and Elwin give us all this awesome rad content, and I love both those dudes. I wish them the best, and I'll be honest with you, pinball nerds. If you get to have either of these machines in your collection, you're privileged. You get to play either of them, you're privileged, and if you're like my good buddy Brad Hopkins, who just started Pinball Underground, which you can look up on Twitch, um and you get to have Iron Maiden at your house, and you get to get to the final wizard mode, make sure you go watch him on Twitch on his first live stream. He got to the final wizard mode. I'm not going to tell you if he beat it, but go follow Brad. You can watch when he's live streaming next. He's, of course, a fellow Tribe member on the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast. Tribe and Drew and Ian have confirmed this week's not going to work for them, so we're going to try for next week. I can't wait. It's going to be so fun. If you have questions for Drew and Ian that you want to have me answered, please be sure to message me under the Pimble Nerds Podcast Facebook page, or you can message me at pimblenerds at gmail.com or alternatively to my personal Facebook page. All right, Pimble Nerds, fight for your right to play awesome pinball. 
Till next time, remember to eat, sleep, and breathe. Pinball. You like parties? Yeah. We can invite all our friends and have soda and pie. Yeah. I hope no bad people show up. Kick it! <laughs>